<laughs> right now, time for fresh politics. Author, political analyst, generally a very nice guy, Ralph Mateka. Ralphie, baby. Good morning, good morning, Fresh. Mm-hmm. Good morning, G. Umpo and Mizi. I would like to, to start by putting it on record that I have no clue when shows I record. I like that. Categorically, <laughs> uh, comrade. Okay, so Northwest under administration. I'm confused. Uh, well, Fresh, uh, this is a very interesting maneuver by President Cyril Ramaphosa because they've been battling to get Mr. Mahuma Bilu, the Premier of Northwest, to resign. They've tried by all means to put him under pressure. Mm. Uh, you remember we spoke right here on Metro FM about his decision to backtrack on the resignation. So mm. they decided that, look, the, the province has collapsed financially as far as they can see it. And they decided to invoke Section 100 of mm. the Constitution, which actually allows the national department to, or the national government uh, to intervene with the province so that they can be able to uh, provide basic services. We noted a uh, uh, couple of weeks ago that... Uh, the health department, the, 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 the military, the defense had intervened with the health department, mm-hmm. provision of services thereof. So what this means, Fresh, is that now the people, the government of Northwest, they will no longer uh, get their hands on the budget. The key decisions will be made through a task team that mm-hmm. will have to be put together by the president. This is not the first time we are seeing these guys. It has happened in Limpopo. Remember in 2011, mm. five departments in Limpopo province had experienced a similar fate where they were placed under the administration. Mm. Is this a clever maneuver or is it a cop-out? You know, it is a desperate maneuver, Fresh, because first of all, when they failed to deal with this politically, I mm. mean, uh, when they tried to push Mahumat Bulu to go politically, uh, and then they realized that there is nothing they could do, now they use the constitution to say that, look, the province has collapsed. What do we do? How do you make sure that you undermine that provincial government and uh, make sure that they you're pushing them on the edge so that they can resign? The best way, I think, was just to do this. And you are right in asking... Is this a clever maneuver? Will it work? Mm-hmm. How will the Northwest government respond? Because the problem here is that Supra is still politically significant in mm-hmm. in Northwest. He's still uh, the chairperson of the ANC in Northwest. Even if he is no longer going to uh, make those decisions in government, one does not really know at this point whether he will not use his political hold to try to undermine this intervention. And I have argued before, fresh in relation to that case in um, uh, Limpopo, that actually the departments in Limpopo, the NC in Limpopo by then, they could have challenged the intervention in court. We have not seen it happening, and you cannot rule it out that, uh, and I've been thinking here that, if it was another party that was running the province, Mm. if it was the DA and the NC at National went in, the DA uh, in the province would challenge this intervention in court and mount a constitutional challenge. So what I'm saying here is that you cannot discount the possibility that Mahuma Pelo can actually challenge this in court if he Mm. wants to. He mm. can actually do that. Mm. In fact, uh, the, the civic organization, Sanko, has already said that he's busy mobilizing ANC members uh, and, and against those that are calling for his removal. What kind of pushback can the provincial leadership have against a whole constitutional section 100 um, way of trying to get rid of him? 
Well, it will be quite strange in a sense that it will be the ANC against the ANC because mm. the national leadership is the ANC under Mr. Ramaphosa and therefore Mahmoud Belu, if he wants to the ANC, mm. but procedurally, uh, he can he can challenge it because what you what you what you do when you're placing a, a department under under section 100 you, you also have to demonstrate that you have tried other measures to save the department mm. and those measures have failed and again I, I mean i used to work at national treasury i understand how the budget work uh, national treasury will also have to demonstrate that they have tried by all means to guide the department and uh, invoking section 100 should be the last resort. Mm, you mm. don't just whimsically wake up and say that I'm angry with my comrades, I'm going to invoke section 100. Provinces are autonomous here of government mm. and you should demonstrate that measures have been in place to help the province and the field. Actually, you should demonstrate that this is not just political maneuvering, mm. it is actually uh, defensible as a measure uh, that is meant to restore service delivery in the province. 16 minutes after 8, this is Fresh Politrix on Metro FM. Ralph Mateka is on the line. Why do you think there was that about turn? Because one moment we're told Supra is willing to step down and then the next day he wasn't. You know, Fresh, I was never really convinced he was going to step down mm. without a fight. This is a very is an issue with deep political implication. Remember, Supra here is mm. facing serious allegations of corruption. The, the day he steps aside without putting in place his proxy or someone from his corner, mm. it means that if indeed there are allegations of corruption, indeed there is substance to them, it means more will come out. It means mm. he will be more vulnerable Therefore, he will not be able to control the flow of information regarding the allegations that his government had done, uh, misappropriation in the past uh, few years. So Mm. I've always thought that he will not simply abandon that uh, uh, hold Mm. without the fight. And that is exactly why I think he's holding. I think I don't think it has got anything to do with what he's saying that uh, he's been removed now that he's fighting corruption. Mm. Supra has never been a champion of anti-corruption. I'm not aware of that. Yeah. And meanwhile, while all this is happening, there's now a matter of these MPLs from the ANC that apparently are going to be expelled because they sided with the EFF in that motion of no confidence against Supra Mahumapilo. In your infinite wisdom, (laughs) what can be done to avert this particular disaster? Uh, This is the the chickens coming home to roost because, uh, remember, the whole thing of uh, members crossing the floor, siding with the other, look what is happening in the Western Cape. Mm. You do have the same maneuver against uh, Delilah and so forth in other metros as well. So, uh, you know... NC members, the very same NC members, uh, have actually said to their fellow comrades when they went against President Jacob Zuma that they should vote on their conscience. Mm-hmm. They should not vote along party lines. So why is it that it is different when it is in Northwest? What about those MPL? Maybe those MPL thought that the principle of voting with your conscience when one of your comrades is embattled should be upheld. Why should they be facing disciplinary hearing if they vote against the EFF? This just shows the level of incoherence within the ANC and how the party is actually battling to rein in their members as the fight against corruption continues. It will be very difficult uh, to, to expel those MPs. They will go to court as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to just accept the expulsion. Ralph, we're going to leave it at uh, that. Uh, interesting times we're living in and looking forward to even more analysis from you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Fashion. Author, political analyst, Ralph Mateka.